This is the John Oakley Show podcast. And away we go. Topics worthy of discussion for Pizzaville. Dial pound 3636. Joining us in-house, Mike Van Solen, principal at Navigator. How's Mike? Really good and a great day for talk radio. Thank you, Michael. Kim Wright is with us, principal at Wright Strategies. How about you, Kim? I am fantastic, mostly because I got Hamilton tickets, so I'm pretty excited about that. Do you? Who are they playing? The Argos? Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Very good. Look, it was a... (laughs) The Labor Day classic redo. Uh, Good on you. Okay, you're talking about Broadway musical? I was talking about the the one that's coming to Toronto Mm. and that everyone everyone pretty much was in a cure, so, you know. Have you seen Girl from the North Country? I have not. I've heard good things, though. Have you? I have. I hope hope you're right about that, because we got subscriptions, too, and uh, I'm going to that one on Sunday. But the thing is, uh, having seen the band's visit, that was touted like 10 Tonys and everything. I just thought it was flat. Yeah, sometimes it just, it, you know, gets all the awards or gets the acclaim, and you're just like, ah, maybe not for me. But, you know, they don't make me a, a, a theater critic, but I, I did enjoy seeing Hamilton, and I'm looking forward to seeing it in Toronto. Mm. How do you think I feel uh, telling you I got a taste for Broadway musicals? Uh, that being said, <laughs> Of all the musicals you could have said, like, had you told me you were going to see Mean Girls, I would have been like, yeah, okay, story checks out. I'm seeing one right now. <laughs> <laughs> Jaskaran Singh Sandhu is with us, senior consultant with Crestview Strategy, former exec director of the World Seek Organization of Canada. Jaskaran, good to have you back. How are you doing? I'm doing well. It's another beautiful day in the grand city of Toronto. It is. And, you know, I'm going to ask you, first of all, because I'm curious. Look, in the aftermath of the election, and we did sort of, uh, you know, parse it 17 ways to Sunday and went through the tea leaves and the entrails and everything. But do you uh, believe that race might have played a role in Jagmeet Singh's NDP being decimated in Quebec? Yes, I think without a doubt. The fact that you have people walking up and asking him to cut his turban off to look more Canadian so it would be easier for them to vote for him, and that was from a supporter, uh, <laughs> tells you everything you need to know about his uh, his results in Quebec. No, look, there's other reasons I play too. Like, It's not just racism alone, but that was a role. All right, I mean... Uh... What do we do about that? I mean, Quebec sort of seemingly gets a pass when it comes to anything with a patina of uh, racism or bigotry. Uh, that wouldn't stand in any of the other provinces and territories in this country. Mike Van Solen, you're, you agree with that, don't you? Yeah, no, it's uh, it's quite a phenomenon. And it's a bit of a shame that we find ourselves in this place as a country where uh, I don't think any of the leaders were strong enough in calling out Bill 21, uh, the religious symbols uh, legislation for what it was, which is which is racist legislation. Uh, and that's responding to certain political elements and realities in that province. And it's a shame uh, because I think if this had uh, been attempted in any other province, we would have actually had an honest conversation about it and people would have called it out for what it was. Uh, but given the dynamics of uh, the federal federal politics in this country, given the reality of, of needing Quebec uh, so much for, for any party to sort of find its way to uh, where they wanted to get, which was majority territory, they all sort of... Uh, you know, kept their uh, lips zipped and didn't really deal with it in a meaningful way, I felt. All right. Well, it continues uh, to be business as usual in Quebec. It's not like they've been chastened or anything like that. There's no enlightenment going on. Matter of fact, uh, they're heading in the other direction because you had their premier along with uh, Blanchet, leader of the bloc, suggesting Quebec is going to be a secular society. So, you know, all this religious stuff in the public sector gone by the boards. Don't try to impose your will on us in the province. Does he make sense on that? Uh, 
point, Kim. No, and I've, I've been pretty clear about my distaste for Bill 21. I think that anytime you get into these uh, legislated hate, uh, that, you know, the world should have no time for that. I wish I wish that, Mike, you were right when you, when you suggest that it was just a Quebec problem. It wasn't. Uh, you know, racism is a problem. You know, they may be a bit more... Let's talk about that legislation yeah. in Quebec. Like, right. I'm not saying there's not racism when you get west outside of the province of Quebec. Because let's be clear, I mean, the, you know, well, some of them at the markets and what have you might have been a little more emboldened to say, hey, Jigmeet, you should cut off your turban and look more Canadian. Uh, it wasn't like that was the first time he'd ever heard it. And it wasn't the first time new Democrats going door to door had heard it. Nor was Fra- I suggesting that. Frankly, frankly, I think one of the great things to come out of this is a is a bit of the you know not the, notwithstanding some of the conservatives that got elected uh, on their front page of their new MPs, but there is a new diversity of MPs who got elected. Hopefully, that starts to move the conversation because when I look at some of those polling data coming out of Quebec, where 60, 70 percent of Quebecers were in favor of Bill 21, we have a lot of work to do uh, as a society to move people away from this type of condoned hate. Wow, a lot of work. Uh, well, good luck. I mean, you may be shoveling <laughs> sand against the tide. Let me let me just, by way of anecdote, uh, give you another story, because uh, I read this in the National Post. There was a guy who's a stagehand. He was working at Parc Jean Drapeau, uh, and, you know, they erect scaffolding and everything for bands and so on and so forth. Uh, he's been working there 18 years, and he's 63, uh, of mixed race, and uh, anyway... The long and the short of it is uh, he accidentally, I guess, uh, in his job, he hit uh, some co-worker with a beam or a pole. A guy was wearing a hard hat. Obviously, he's on a job site, so you got to do that. And uh, the individual that he hit uh, lost his temper and screamed, be careful, effing N-word, fill in the blank, in French. And uh, this has now become a cause celeb because uh, he felt then he was subjected to uh, racist, uh, well, racism on the job site. But even the vice president of the union that to which he belonged, I Atsi, uh, said it wasn't racist to call him an effing N. Quote, he didn't make a racist comment. He got angry. He got a blow to the head and he got angry. For me, it's a racist comment if the person says it every day. That's a racist comment. But if a person just gets angry once, in my opinion, it's not and uh, they feel the union has represented on this guy. So, uh, Jasper, let me ask you. I mean, is it racist if the guy in the heat of a moment emotionally blurts something out that is obviously overtly racist, but is, see, according to the head of his own union, that ain't racist. Look, if we're going to excuse everything because, oh, in the heat of a moment, uh, therefore this is no longer what you think it is, like, my kids are going to get off easy on everything. You know right. what I mean? Like, I, man, I wish my parents raised me like that. If I, you know, Dad, I just swore. It, it, I didn't actually mean to use that word. I was just angry. Oh, I'm still getting a backhand to my to my, uh, to my my head. I'd have Be- had less bars of soap. Yes, because <laughs> the reality is that that is a racist uh, phrase. And it's, it's very hurtful and it's very uh, damaging. And on top of that, it happened in a workplace in front of other colleagues. It's demeaning. Uh, which makes it even worse when the, your union rep who's supposed to be protecting you as workers is saying, hey, hold on, buddy, that wasn't racist. Uh, that was just a offhand comment in the state of the moment. And then you also have to look at it in the context of the workplace and if there have been other examples of racism. And that story provides examples where this individual has been facing comments uh, really for his whole life. 
uh, including being called Obama when Obama was elected, and kind of just the singling out of him uh, in, in this group among his colleagues. And that's a tough place uh, to kind of exist as being singled out like that. It's a form of workplace uh, harassment and bullying, and it is racism, and he got zero support from the folks that he should have got it from. Well, again, it's Quebec, so I'm just wondering if they're governed by different rules or, you know, there's a different moral code or whatever it is. But uh, again, to the point that was made by the union head saying it was a one-off, therefore don't judge somebody by a one-off. If, in fact, we were to accept that it was just a one-off and not anything, you know, in the broader context that uh, Jasper was just citing, uh, Mike, could you forgive that and say, uh, yeah, let's not dwell on this as being a racial slur and this guy subjected to racism and harassment in the workplace? A one-off uh, can be excused, yes? No, no. Uh, no. And and if that was really, if there's any merit to the argument he was trying to make, he might just use the word in his explanation and say, hey, you could say N-word one time and just, just say it out. Just, you know, mm. uh, express that whole thing and explain that how that can just be used in the heat of the moment. It would mean anything but nobody ever uses the word because we know it's racist anytime you use it in any context the fact that he's the union head representing this guy uh and then he would ha- make a comment like this is is just uh you know he, sh- he should lose his job for being a bonehead and a poor rep- representative of his workers but again it may be the certain sensitivity or lack thereof of Quebec. I mean, they forgave Justin Trudeau. It was not a one-off, a two-off, but a three-off as far as we know. And probably more. Uh, but look, <laughs> you, know, and, you know, Jerry Butts is, uh, you know, has still a lot to account for on how much he knew. Uh, but look, you know, the heat of the moment comment really particularly galls me because it was it, it's almost the equivalent of, well, he dressed that way or maybe he was being a little too provocative. Like, w- you know, if I were the his uh, the head of IATSE, I'd be uh, having some words with this particular union rep. I don't care if you're in Quebec. I don't care where you are. I don't care if you're in a big city, a small town or somewhere in between. Everybody knows that language like that is wrong. It shouldn't be used on the work workspace. It shouldn't be used in private. Uh, you know, I'm not even a fan of it when it's being used in music. But, like, we all have watched every show. We have all had this conversation. To suggest it's anything other than racism is just silliness. And like blackface, I've known my entire life it's the wrong thing. Right. When all in, when all, you know in, but he's so, so easy I, to forgive I, though, I, isn't he? Even when hard pressed for a Halloween costume, I didn't resort to blackface. Yeah. And and when and when frustrated with colleagues at work, I've never resorted Look, to that. Now we know I just better. Know that. We know better now, yeah, though. Yeah. Okay, from, we from, know better. From his place of privilege, let's see what the prime minister dresses up for as Halloween. But ultimately, maybe people should start watching a little more, you know, reruns of All in the Family and a little less West Wing. Well, I'm just wondering if All in the Family could even be screened these days, streaming service or otherwise. Mike Van Solen from Navigator, Kim Wright from Wright Strategies, Jasper and Singh Sandu with Crestview Strategy. It's the Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.